ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? I want to introduce to you in this corner of the good and the right stands a champion robed in white. song about our, our Lord and Savior Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's the all-time undisputed, undefeated champion of love. Amen. 
man, our champion, Jesus, more mightier than the mightiest. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Not only is he the champion of love, he is our Lord, he's our Savior, he's our Redeemer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If that don't make you happy, I don't know what does. I don't know what does to know that Jesus is on our side. Jesus is with each and every one of us. Jesus paid the price of our sins with the nails. The nails in his hands, the nails in his feet, the crown of thorns on his head, the slashing from the whips, the, steer, the, the stick of the spear in his side. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The drinking of vinegar when he was thirsty. Amen, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. All of that, all of that, all of that was for our redemption. The price he paid was for our salvation, for our forgiveness of our sins, not his. Not his sins. Our sins. Our past, our future, and even our present sins. All sins for the whole world. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. See, see, we're reading in Judges now about the Israelites in the Old Testament. And back then they had to do sacrifices. They had to do sacrifices of goats, sheep, lambs, cattle, uh, different things, and burnt offerings and all of that for their sins. But it didn't forgive them of their sins. It just covered their sins. For the great Redeemer was coming. He hadn't come yet. He hadn't been there yet. But he was coming. All of the stuff we're reading in the Old Testament is setting up for the New Testament the coming of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So a lot of people do take the Old Testament and they kind of get it twisted. Uh and live off the Old Testament. The Old Testament basically was erased besides the Ten Commandments. Those are the laws. Those are the laws. Those are the sins. And the Ten Commandments are not... They're, they're there to teach us what sin is. And, and those are the sins, the Ten Commandments. But majority of all the Old Testament was basically erased. And rewritten in the New Testament because our Redeemer, our, our great Redeemer, Jesus, hallelujah, the true sacrifice, the only sacrificial sacrifice that redeemed us, not just covered our sins, but took our sins away. How did he get that? How did he get that? Because he was unjustly sacrificed by Satan. Thus, Satan lost his control over mankind. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, today is uh, Thursday. Hope everybody's having a great week. I know I didn't get to do the reading yesterday. I wanted to, but it's just how it happens sometimes with this new job. 
and it's just going to have to be that way. Uh, God will make a way when he's ready for these readings to come out. And so I just have to put all faith in that. And uh, But today we're going to be reading uh, Judges 6. And this is the story, or the beginning story, of Gideon. Gideon, one of the judges, one of the prophets that, that God uh, filled with the Spirit to help save the Israelites once more. Once more. Because they fell into their evil ways. The, the newer generations come along. They always come along and they just don't keep up the, uh, the, the the covenant. They don't keep up the law. They don't keep up with the belief. They start falling into the world and do worldly pleasures and things. And so uh, these judges come in and, uh, and they save Israel once again. Uh, but it's just a repeat, 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 repeat. And we have to make sure that we always, always pass down this book, this word, these scriptures to the next generation so that they can continue on and they can also share in the grace and the glory. Hallelujah. That being said, let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today thanking you. Thanking you for Jesus. Thanking you for Jesus. For Jesus come on this earth, he was born of man so that he could he could grow up as and, and, and understand why. Understand why people keep falling back into their old ways, into the world. And uh, he come and he showed us. He showed us how to be and how to handle all the different things that happened, happens to man uh, because we are born of sin. And he showed us how to overcome that. He showed us how to how to have faith and belief and put all trust in the Lord. He was a teacher, a great teacher, and we are to follow his footsteps. He gave his life up for each and every one of us. He gave his life. He wasn't cruised. He didn't die. He wasn't killed. He could have come down off the cross, but he chose to stay on that cross and go through with the great plan, the great mighty plan for each and every one of us to have redemption of our sins. We are to strive to be like Jesus each and every day of our lives. Everything he did, every way he believed, uh, all the trials and tribulations that he went through, he went through them showing us how to overcome them so that in the time of judgment he will be there to 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 stand up for us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you. <coughs> we want to thank you for that great, <coughs> that great, great, mighty plan. For, for Jesus is you. Jesus is you. And Jesus, before he left, before he left this earth, he gave us the Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the third of the Trinity. So that it could be our GPS, our guidance, and teach us and show us right from wrong. It is how we communicate. It is our cell phone to you. And Father, we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for that. We just need to learn how to answer our cell phones when it's ringing. And Father, I ask that each and every one of the listeners today uh, go away their worldly cell phone and start picking up 
their spiritual cell phone and speaking to you, God, and listening and obeying to everything you have to tell them. And, and, and obey and be obedient to what you are asking them to do. For it is the big puzzle. And for each and every one of us to receive our blessings, our blessings, we are to first listen to the Spirit and obey and do as you ask us to do. For once the big puzzle comes together, our blessings shall be received. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, ask that each and every one of us on a daily basis always worship you, magnify you, adore you, trust you, love you, listen to you, be obedient to you, glorify you. follow you do as you ask in Jesus Jesus wonderful name hallelujah 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 amen amen hallelujah just as the judges when Jesus come to them uh, they listened it was the spirit talking to them and the spirit would fill them and and God would give them the power to overcome the situation that the Israelites were going through at that time. Uh, today we're going to be reading Gideon chapter 6. It's another one of the judges. Uh, we just got through with Deborah, who was a female prophet and a judge. And today we're going to be doing Gideon. Hallelujah. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. How many times we heard that? over and over and over and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites because the power of Midian was so oppressive the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain cliffs caves and strongholds whenever the Israelites planted their crops the Midianites Amalekites and other eastern people invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. Amen, amen, amen. So finally they got where they just, it was enough. And what do they do? They cried out to the Lord. Just as each and every one of us only cry out to the Lord sometimes when we're in need and we wonder why we stay in oppression. Hallelujah. When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Amen, amen, amen. See, we don't have the prophets coming to us today because we have the great prophet. We have the great redeemer. And that was Jesus. But this is before Jesus. So they, they didn't have Jesus as the Redeemer. 
But all this Old Testament is preparing them for our Lord and Savior who is to come. He's already come for you and me, but he hadn't at this time for them. I rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have to listen to me. In today's terms, do not become of the world. Do not become of the world. The angel of the Lord came out and sat down under the oak in Oprah that belonged to Joash, the Abizarite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Amen, amen. God comes to us through the Spirit, and he tells us things we need to do. We are mighty warriors. You and I are mighty warriors of today's time. We just have to learn to listen to what the Spirit is telling us to do and obey. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? He's questioning God. <coughs> Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israelite out of the Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? Amen. Amen. So he called upon him and told him to go as he is. When God calls us to do something, we are to go as we are right then he needs us then he says go in the strength you have and save israel out of midian's hands pardon me my lord gideon replied but how can i save israel my clan is the weakest in manasseh and i am the least in my family so he's the weakest of his family with the weakest clan but yet god called upon him and why First of all, because he believes. And second of all, because God needed him. Hallelujah. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all of the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that is really you talking to me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We do this. We do this today. We ask for that sign all the time. But we have the sign. All you do is look around you. Everywhere your eyes can see is a sign of God. Please, do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. See, God is never going to leave us. We can leave Him. 
but he is never going to leave us. I will wait until you return. I had my calling many, many, many years ago, and I ran to do something for God. God called upon me to do this reading, and I finally listened and took my step. Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat, and from an ephah of flour, he made bread without yeast. Putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot, he brought them out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread, place them on this rock, and pour out the broth. And Gideon did so. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and, and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alice, Sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid, you are not going to die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it stands in Ophrah of the Bizarites. That same night the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd the one seven years old tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height using the wood of the Asherah pole then cut, that you cut down offer the second bull as a burnt offering so Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. Amen. Still a form of questioning God. In the morning, when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished with the Asherah pole beside it cut down and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of the town demanded of Joash, bring out your son. He must die, because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So it's God's way of testing their belief in false gods. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerubal. This day saying, let Baal contend with him. 
Now all the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then, hallelujah, the Spirit of the Lord came to Gideon and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abyssalites to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, Manesh, called them to arms and also into Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, so that they too went up to meet them. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hands as you promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece, and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you said. Also, once again, testing and questioning God. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowlful of water. Hallelujah. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry, angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Still not satisfied. Allow me one more test with the fleece. But this time make the fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. So, so, so the question I have for each and every one of y'all at this point is how many times do we have to test God to believe? For we have favor every day. We have blessings every single day. So how many times are we going to test God before we truly, truly give our all, all our being, all of our hands, feet, mind, eyes, mouth, ears, our whole being over to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. With that being said, let's go ahead and say our, our, our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today thanking you, thanking you, thanking you, Lord, for all the blessings and all the things that you have done for each and every one of us on a daily basis. Father, sometimes we get we get lost in, in the in, 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 in the storm and, and not realize all the blessings that you have done for us and still do for us on a daily basis. Sometimes we get caught up in, in a, a selfish selfish situation and, and it's it's understandable for some. For some it's very, very, very difficult. But Father, we have to learn to be still. Turn that over to you. Have faith. Have the belief that all things, all things will come once the will is met. And how do we get the will, Lord? We ask that the Spirit starts talking, starts screaming, starts yelling, if it has to, for others, for all to listen and obey. Just as Gideon heard the Spirit and the Spirit filled him with the strength to do what you ask him to do. Father, we ask that you give us the courage. And, and then we also ask that you, we don't need to test you as Gideon did. We don't need to have those tests. For we know in our heart, 
truly that you are our Lord. You are our Father. You are the you are the I am, the great I am. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we want to always, always put you first. We want to honor you, magnify you, glorify you, trust you, adore you, believe in you, listen to you, and above all, above all, no matter what, always, always love you, obey you, in Jesus, Jesus' wonderful name, amen, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. People, it's time. It's time that we start taking that step. Start listening to what the Spirit is telling us to do. For we don't want to be as the Israelites in oppression for many, many, many years. Because simply because we twisted the words, we become of the world. See, we're not of this world. We're indifferent. We're children of God. We're not in the darkness. We are in the light. And we have to let that light come and shine. And, and, and we got to let it start shining more and more and more every single day. Every day. And start reading the word for what it is. Not justifying our sins through the scriptures. As many, 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 many do. Remember, keep this in mind at all times. That road is long and narrow it's not the broad road of the world it's long and narrow and to stay on that long and narrow path we have to do as the scriptures tell us to do only a few shall enter the gate so there's even going to be people that's going to be on that straight and narrow that's not even going to get to enter into the gate through scripture of what that just said. The, 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 the road is long and narrow and only a few will enter. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You have to make sure you're in that few. So, so don't say, don't say, oh, well, I can get by with this or I can get by with not doing this or, or the scripture says I don't have to have any works. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not taking a gamble. I'm not taking a gamble. I do know we don't have to have works. That I do know because it's in the Bible. But I also know that we are to love one another. A direct command from Jesus. And if we don't love one another, we cannot love without works of bringing those out of the darkness. I love each and every one of you. I'm looking forward to getting to speaking to y'all again tomorrow if God is willing. We're going to be doing chapter 7. Gideon defeats the Midianites. So it is the battle. And we are going to uh, start. We're going to get into the second part of the Gideon story. And uh, I love each and every one of you. If God's willing, I'll get to speak to y'all again tomorrow. Amen, amen, amen. Always, always, always keep focused on Jesus. For that is... That is how we are to be. We stay focused on the cross. Amen.
risk alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. of God and helpless faith, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones He came to save, till on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied, for every sin on Him here in the death of Christ I Source of strength.